What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 27 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Wednesday, March 3rd. Um, today, I felt like um, school has finally caught up to me. Um, you know, I got two midterms next Monday. Um, I have a project to do uh, by the 10th, which is Wednesday. Um, but thankfully, uh, the next and following week of the 15th through the 21st will be my spring break. Um, but I felt like everything kind of just um, slits in my head today. And I kind of realized it was grind mode. Um, so bringing this episode a little bit later than usual. Um, but for good reasons, of course. Uh, but I had to get my had to get my podcast in. Had to, um, you know, bring y'all the uh, vibes as always. Um, like I said, though, I hope you are having a great um, week so far. Um, you know, besides uh, besides school, this week has been pretty good. You know, I, I was able to get the first uh, shot of the COVID nineteen vaccine um, as I worked from my school, and um, in my county, they just opened up um, the vaccine for education, uh, like workers, of course. So. I was able to get my first shot, and I will be going back in three weeks. Um, it was honestly pretty quick, uh, pretty painless, too, to be honest, and um, it just felt really good to finally get that, um, to finally kind of, you know, just feel as if there is hope, you know, there is something at this at the end of this light. Um you know, it, it was, like I said, very fast, um, very smooth, um, did not hurt that much. You know, it was a very slight pinch for literally at the most two seconds. Um, so, yeah, you know, I really highly suggest, uh, you know, everybody when they get the opportunity, when they get the chance to really, um, you know, just take advantage of uh, of the of it, you know, really just just do it, you know, Um we're so close to the end, and it's just a matter of time before we can truly, you know, get back to normal life. Um, and I, I just, I couldn't preach more than to just get it when it's your turn, get it when it's, uh, you know, when it's available for you. And um, I'm very happy that I did, and I'm very happy that we are finally moving in the right direction in that way, you know. Um, but yeah, let's just get into it. Of course, in some NFL news, um, how can we have an an NFL news without some update on Deshaun Watson as um, reports? Now, after he had met with uh, the Tetsons' new GM, stating that he had plans um, to not play any games or suit up in the Tetsons' uniform ever, ever again, uh, he has now said that he is willing to sit out the preseason and miss regular season games um, if he's not traded. Of course, this comes on the same day uh, that David Johnson re- is going to be returning to Houston on a one-year deal worth about $6 million. Um, you know, still uh, nothing indicating that Deshaun Watson will really bite. Deshaun Watson will really just kind of give in and uh, try to work through the issues within the Texans organization um, as he's still very, um, you know, hard-stanced and just uh you know standing his ground really uh not allowing 
anybody or anything to really change his mind and uh good for him you know he's he's like i said he's deserved uh that right at the least um so you know we'll continue to break this uh story as more and more information comes out um but one of the veteran one veteran tight end who is a two-time pro bowler um three-time walter payton man of the year nominee and a four-time team captain most touchdowns by a Vikings in their franchise history. Kyle Rudolph has been officially released by these Vikings um, as uh, his impacts not only on the field but off the field was felt tremendously in Minnesota. Um, I'm sure that release came with heavy hearts in the Vikings organization, Um, but the two parties decided to part ways. Um, You know, this could potentially be a backup option um for the los angeles chargers if um you know we're not able to resign hunter henry uh, we can't get his contract situated um had add him to the list of <laughs> tight end options as uh now we have uh kyle rudolph joined zach ertz um and some others that have recently been released and are hitting free agency for the first time in their respected careers. So it should be interesting free agency, not only for quarterbacks, but for some of these other positions as well. Um, but moving on into uh, some quarterback news, um, two quarterbacks actually got backed up uh, by their GMs recently. Um, as there had been rumors, speculations for both these quarterbacks moving forward. Um, the first one is, is of course, uh, Kurt Cousins as uh, Vikings GM. Ritz Spielman said that Kurt's our quarterback going forward. No question about it. Um, this comes uh, after a season where uh, Kurt Cousins went 7-9 and with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he threw for 67%. Uh, he threw about 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns, um, and 13 interceptions. Uh, this is also a year where we saw Justin Jefferson um you know, just completely ball out. Um, what a great pickup that that was by the Vikings. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens um, in this next year. Seems as if the young receiver and this quarterback have great a, a great rapport already. Um, and, uh, you know, just seems uh, to be, you know, the Vikings not really having any other option. You know, they did sign Kurt to that uh, big extension. And... Um, there's just not really much more options that they can, um, you know, be presented with at the moment with his with his contract the way he is. And I feel like that's the same thing with the Raiders, um, as their GM, Mike Mayock, uh, said on Derek Carr that he thought he had his best year yet. And um, he thinks that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and we're happy with him. I think John Gruden and I stand shoulder to shoulder and pound the table for Derek Carr. Um this as well comes after a season where the Raiders uh, started sits in two and ended the season eight and eight. Uh, you know, we saw Derek Carr um, fight through injury um, and finish the year 67% completion, about 4,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, but that was, I think that's a little bit more surprising than Kirk Cousins. I know there's been some plenty of trade rumors, especially um, in the past couple of weeks with uh, Russell Wilson saying his top four teams um, included this Raiders team. Um, but for Mike Mayock and John Gruden to double down and say that um, 
Derek Carr is their quarterback moving forward. We'll see, of course, if that what that entitles. I know uh, what that entails. I mean, you know, the, it's we're seeing more and more teams uh, getting antsy, not really uh, giving that quarterback position um, as much time as as before. So uh, we'll see what um, happens moving forward. On to some music news. Um, Drake was actually spotted uh, shooting a music video earlier uh, this week. As um, according to DJ Academics, he has been uh, working overtime on his latest album, Certified Lover Boy. Um, as he told he told uh, DJ Academics to uh, just sit tight and relax. Um, and that What's Next, um, the What's Next record that was uh in, that was uh, previously leaked on Twitter. Uh, it's just a warm up. He's uh, working overtime, creating this masterpiece. Um, you know, he's shooting some videos, and that uh, he will be dropping um, something, probably something this week. And then, of course, um, later, or, I mean, earlier this afternoon, uh, Drake posted. Uh, that um, he will be doing in a second installment of Scary Hours. Um, of course, the first installment of Scary Hours was um, before Scorpion had dropped, and this was a two-song EP, uh, which included uh, Drake's um, biggest record of his entire career, uh, 11-time Platinum God's Plan, and, of course, Diplomatic Immunity. So, you know, we'll see if... Uh, Drake decides to um, do the same thing with uh, this scary hours um, and you know he uh, you know decides to do like a little two three uh, you know song EP or if this is just a single song um, you know we'll see but it, of course it's not the album um, the album is going to be certified lover boy um, I mean unless he changed it last second but I really doubt that at this point um, but yeah you know, some, some, some exciting Drake news, you know, um, it's been a while, of course, you know, it started with, uh, the promotion back in late October stating that Certified Loverboy would be dropping in January, excuse me, and then, you know, due to Drake, uh, tearing his ACL and having to go through rehab, he had to unfortunately push this album release back. Um, but it looks to be on the right foot as he's shooting music videos. You know, he's going to release something on Friday. Um, I, I, I just feel like we have not seen a true Drake rollout in a while. Um, of course, we had Dark Lane demo tapes last year, but, um, you know, he kind he of just dropped that to drop it. You know, it wasn't necessarily a huge album rollout the way we're kind of seeing with Certified Loverboy, um, as how, how it's been promoted for a while now, you know. Um, I feel like uh, Drake definitely has something up his sleeve. Um, you know, with the Scorpion, he was he was trying to emulate Biggie when he, um, you know, did his two his uh, his his two records in one, um, and that's kind of what he was trying to emulate with Scorpion, where you know he had one side that's straight rap, one straight side that's straight R and B. Um, you know, not really focused on um, condensing and having the highest quality songs in that record, but instead just, just making a, you know, back to back, um, you know, dropping that shit together. Um, I can't remember which Biggie record he, um, was inspired by, but, um, Biggie was the one who inspired Scorpion, um, and dropping that, uh, 
you know, double side, uh, full, um, full length projects. Um, but for this one, I know he's going to try to condense it down. He's going to try to, he, he's, he's uh, mentioned that he's trying to, um, be as precise as possible. Um, and I, I truly believe that we're in, we're in for, we're in for a ride. Um, as Drake very, very rarely disappoints and, um, under exceeds anybody's expectations really. Um, so I think we should all be excited, uh, for, for Drake season because it is upon us. Um, but another, in other music news, um, I could not believe when I saw this day, but it has been four years, um, since, um, Khalid released his debut album, American Teen. Um, of course, all the tracks on this album are certified gold or higher, um, with location, uh, just recently, actually, um, getting its seven-time platinum um, certification. Um, following that is Young, Dumb, and Broke at six times, and then Saved at two times, um, and then American Teen, 18, Shot Down, Another Sad Love Song, and Coaster all being platinum, um, and the rest of the songs all being gold, of course, and the entire album as a whole is uh, three times platinum. Um, you know, to lead um you know is the youngest artist to achieve um the mile this milestone of having an album with uh, every single song on the um, project being rolled or above um you know there has been uh very very few artists um you know in my lifetime that has kind of touched the entire generation that i've lived in and I feel like when American Dean dropped um, in high school, it was really a game changer. I felt like everybody, regardless of, um, you know, who you really loved and which type of music you really listened to, was listening to Khalid, was listening to American Dean. Um, I mean, it, it just dropped for, you know, just at a perfect time um, in high school for me personally. You know, it was junior year, senior year. Um, you know, it, it was just, he was speaking to me, you know, he was really... Uh, he had just come out of high school. He was just trying to figure himself out and figure life out. And I felt like he was really just speaking to our generation, speaking to um, kids that were just about um, where he was, you know, a year ago and where I was when, you know, he, some of the stuff he's talking about on that album. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it doesn't take away from how good the project is as a whole as well, you know. So um, I couldn't believe that it had been four freaking years since this album has dropped i mean you know it's 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 just great memories great vibes um you know i i i just have so many um so many things to look back on when american teen is is brought up as i know um plenty of my friends and um you know some of my loved ones uh as well you know this this album is great um unfortunately i was not able to see him on either tour um yet um as free spirit uh his second album which is also an amazing album I, I believe that free spirit is honestly better than american teen um i wasn't able to see him on that tour either as he added shows at the last second and i didn't realize that so definitely going to be looking forward to seeing Khalid in the near future um but yeah pretty remarkable what he's been able to accomplish uh, i mean he really just took the music industry by storm uh, with location, 
and put himself on the map and to follow up uh, this single with the album that he put out. Um, you know, he's, he has some dedicated, loyal fans for um, however long he decides to really run this um, music industry, run the game. Um, it's been a while, honestly, since he's put out music, and I, I, I'm sure he's been cooking up and uh, doing stuff during quarantine, so I'm very excited to also see where, um, you know, that'll take him uh, in the rest of his career. Um, but some NBA news, uh, some weekday games. Um, of course, the um, Monday night games started with the Nets beating the Spurs in overtime, 124-113. to 113. Um, James Harden had a triple-double, 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 15 assists in this one. Um, Kyrie Irving added 27 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. Um, you know, uh, surprisingly, um, after the game, Steve Nash, along with a lot of other people, found out that that was the first time the Nets had won in San Antonio in 20 years. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that speaks more to the Spurs' dominance um, in the Drake Popovich era or the Nets' lack of dominance, <laughs> just in general. Um, but, uh, you know, DeMar DeRozan, of course, uh, had 22 points, 11 assists, consistent as always, and um, sits other people stored in double figures. But it was just, you know, just wasn't enough for this Nets team who continues to roll um, as they went into Houston tonight. Um, you know, allowing James Harden to play his first game in uh, Houston as an opposing, um, on the opposing team in a long time, um, you know, since he was traded um, to Brooklyn on January 13th, he hadn't returned yet, so this was his first game back, um, and since then, he's he's had 23.50 point. I mean, for the Rockets, he had 23.50 points games um you know all of course that is fourth most all time behind Wilt Chamberlain Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant um so you know this this game uh had a lot of um just a lot of emotions going into it especially the way um James Harden kind of left Houston very suddenly um you know it seemed uh to be a you know as if the last however many years um, didn't really mean much, uh, but the Rockets, of course, played a tribute video for him, and he was definitely met with, um, uh, with ovations, and, um, you could tell that he was emotional, um, as a response to it, um, but the Nets were able to get a win tonight over the Rockets in James Harden's, in James Harden's homecoming, 132-114, to 114, as uh, James Harden had yet another triple-double, 29 points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds. Kyrie Irving had 24, um, 6, and 5. Um, and on the, on the other side of the ball, John Wall had 36 points. Fitzgerald Adebo had 33 points. But this Rockets team is extremely depleted at the moment, as they only had eight people suit up for the game tonight. Um, and they're kind of... I feel like the Rockets are... Um, you know, who are now on a 13-game uh, losing streak are are tied for, uh, which is now tied for the third longest losing streak ever by a team that had won at least 60% of its games in the prior season, as of course, um, last year Houston had a 44-28 and record during the regular season, um, and there were plenty of other games um, that's 
I mean, plenty of other years uh, before that uh, James Harden and the dominance of the Rockets, um, you know, allowed them to be above 500 and not really the team that they are this season in that rebuilding mode. So interesting to see the Rockets as, um, of course, on on Monday night before this game, they, they lost to the Cavs at home as well. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's 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 not looking good for them at the moment, but I feel like, you know, Christian Wood isn't healthy. They just let go of Boogie Cousins. Um, so, yeah, they're just they're just shorthanded at the moment. They have a lot of contract issues to work out with not only their, their big name players, but with smaller names such as, first and foremost, P.J. Tucker. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see whether or not uh, Houston goes into this full, um, you know, rebranding, uh, rebuilding phase, or if they kind of decide to, um, you know, get a good draft pick this upcoming year, allow Christian Wood to get healthy and kind of just try to run it back instantly as they do have the talent and um, just stardom to do that. I mean, Victor Oladipo and John Wall together. Are you kidding me? With Christian Wood healthy, add a couple more pieces together, uh, somehow be able to keep P.J. Tucker um, and Eric. I mean, that that's, that's a great team right there. So we'll see if uh, the Rockets are able to do that. Um, but some other Monday night action uh, came with both Mellows, Carmelo Anthony and LaMelo Ball, going after each other as um, the Trailblazers were able to get a win over the Hornets, 123-111. to Carmelo Anthony finished with a uh, season-high 29 points, 5 steals, and 6 threes in this one. Um, and, uh, of course, um, on the other side of the ball, LaMelo Ball added 30 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, um, Terry Ogier added 20 points, six assists, and two um, rebounds as well. Um, you know, it was it was nice to see after the game both Mellows giving love to each other. Um, they did the jersey swap, <laughs> jersey swap, the jersey um, swap, and just uh, you know were able to kind of talk and uh, hash things out. Um, and then after the game, of course, Carmelo Anthony said it's an honor for him to have that name, for him to embrace it. For him to do the celebration, it's a blessing, it's a respect thing, and I embrace him. Of course, the um, you know celebration he's talking about is uh, Carmelo Anthony's dad or three, uh, where he puts the three fingers to his his uh, forehead and just does a bop, bop, bop. So, um, you know, it's cool to cool to see them uh, showing love to each other. Um, you know, uh, Stephen A. Smith. You know, I love the guy. I think he's hilarious. I think he is a show um to say the least but um I don't always necessarily agree with the opinions or the takes that he has on his shows um but a take that he said the other day that I I truly um believe and I truly stand by is he said that LaMelo Ball is the players the player that we were promised Lonzo Ball would be and I completely agree with this as um you know coming out of UCLA uh, Lonzo Ball um, was hyped first and foremost by LeVar to an extreme level on TV shows on just about anything you could find um, yourself watching that may have sports involved. Uh, Lonzo Ball and the Ball brothers names are being brought up and of course Lonzo Ball has had his you know fair share of mistakes um, in the league and ups and downs, but he's seeming to find a groove at the moment. Um, you know, Leangelo is Leangelo. 
Um, but then LaMelo, you know, kind of the guy that, kind of the, the ball brother that kind of got um, forgotten about. I don't know if it was because of the age and, you know, not being a junior and senior when his brothers were. So still having those three, four years uh, to kind of just do whatever. And I mean, he really did do whatever. He played in the JVL. He played um, overseas. He played in Lithuania. He played um, you know, back in high school, back in a, at a, at a prep academy. So man was all over the place. And, um, I feel like that's what's kind of attributed to his, re, you know, his early success, um, as he, he's really just played everywhere and he has had plenty of experience, um, just in about any, any type of arena, any type of setting, um, to play basketball, um, as, he is now um, a two-time Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month as, uh, you know, he leads all rookies in points and assists per game. Um, his career high has been 30 point, 34 points, um, and he has eight 20-point games so far. And I, I have no doubt that this will continue as he continues to start, continues to uh, kind of just take this offense into his own hands more and more. Um, but, yeah, great, great season by LaMelo. Great to see both Melos hashing it out. Um, but moving on into some Tuesday night games, of course, uh, this saw the Lakers, um, you know, unfortunately lose to the Suns, um, 114 to 104, um, in a game where Devin Booker, uh, got ejected in the third, um, for bouncing a ball at the ref and that kind of just seemed to elevate, um, the Suns play that much more, uh, and kind of just come together, um, in support of their, their star player and kind of just um, push the Lakers um, and not really allow them to have an opportunity to crawl back into the game at any point. Um, there were plenty of times the Lakers should have taken it, uh, could have kind of capitalized on some stuff, um, but it just didn't seem like they wanted it as much as the Suns as, um, you know, Chris Paul finished with eight points, 10 assists and five rebounds. DeAndre Aiden had 17 and five. Jameson Crowder had 15, Miles Bridges had 19, uh, Devin Booker had 17 before he got ejected, but yeah, just an all-around team effort by the Suns, uh, LeBron had a, a, a game-high 38, um, 38 points, six assists, five rebounds, uh, and then Dennis Schroeder was the Nets' best scorer at 17 points and six assists, as, like I said, the Lake, it was just too much for the Lakers to handle in this one, um, as now, the Suns are now, uh, sitting, at second place in the West, have won 15 of their last 18, um, and just on a complete roll as they are now just um, sitting behind that Utah Jazz, um, who are still in you know prime position to be that one seed. Um, of course, tonight the Lakers played in a back-to-back, and they were in Sacramento against Buddy Hield and the Kings. Uh, this was a game that saw the Lakers have not Le- not only AD but also LeBron. Um, as Dennis Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, and Montrezl Harrell all finished with 20-plus points. Um, but it was still not good enough to get it done against this Kings team, as um, Buddy Heald finished with 29 points, hits assists, and hits rebounds. Uh, De'Aaron Fox had 23-8. Uh, Harrison Barnes also had 20, um, as the Lakers fell short yet again. And just an unfortunate one. You know, Kyle Kuzma had a chance to win it at the end of the game. Uh, but he missed it, and uh, yeah, the game went the way it did. So it just wasn't um, the best outing for the Lakers. 
Um, but fortunately for them, the Jazz have now lost two straight as well. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out. Um, some other games around the lead. Uh, Luka and the Mavs continue to um, have their hot streak as they beat the Magic 130 to 124. Um, the 76ers have now won two straight. Um, and they have beat the Pacers 130-114. The Celtics were able to get it done against the Clippers 117-112. Um, and the Grizzlies were able to beat the Wizards 125-111. Um, In some All-Star news, though, um, of course, the contest for the All-Star weekend were all announced as the three-point contest will be Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine is still trying to search for that uh, next skills challenge victory um, as Damian Lillard actually withdrew from the three-point contest in order to rest. Um, So we'll see if they're able to get it done. Uh, The slam dunk contest is Obi Toppin um, and Fernie Simmons and Casey Stanley. I have no idea who any of these players are. Um, and I'm surprised that Derrick Jones Jr. didn't decide to run it back as I thought he would. But um, I don't really know who any of these fucking players are. And I am not, I don't know how I'm feeling about this down, 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 But And then uh, in the Steel Challenge, we have uh, Robert Covington, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, and Nikola v- um, Vucevic. Um, Steel Challenge is always interesting as well. Um, but we'll see, you know, we'll see how this All-Star Weekend is. Of course, every everything will be happening on uh, March 7th. Uh, and it'll, it'll just be interesting to see uh, whether or not, um, you know, it lives up to the hype that uh, it's kind of not had. You know, if it, if it is a fun All-Star game, will, will people not really... Um, you know, care about where we're at with the world or, you know, will, will that be the continuous talking point of this all-star game and about how it really shouldn't be happening? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but that's all I really have for today. It was, it was a short, quick Wednesday one. Um, like I said, plenty of stuff that you had done. And I know um, plenty of you guys have stuff as well going on at the moment with midterms and with everything else. So um, I hope you all Have a great week. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And like always, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much.